everybody, and welcome to yet another night of the Academy, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition and D20 Modern Actual Play Podcast. I hope you all are having a wonderful day, getting ready for the summer, where we are going to be just sitting inside and playing D&D all summer. Anyway, if you don't recognize this voice... You should by now. This is Riku, your lovely host and DM. You can find me on the social media as Pup Riku or Puppy Riku anywhere, really anywhere. And you can find me on other podcasts here on the Vibe Tribe. But it's not just about me. It's also about my players. So let's go ahead and introduce you to our players, starting with Mikey. Wow. I'm never used to being on the other side of these things, but it's a grand time. But hello, everyone. This is the voice of Mikey, the founder, CEO, head honcho, Don, whatever you want to call it, of the Vibe Tribe. You can find me on my personal social medias at Pop Culture Geek. You can also follow us collectively here at the d Vibe Tribe production. Make sure to give us a follow because we have so many actual play podcasts and pop culture ones. I'm really excited for tonight's session and we'll see what happens. All right. And next up, we have Minnie. Minnie. Oh, no. You're, you're still muted. Oh, no. Oh, there we go. There we go. I played Mr. Rashford in this campaign. He took me on other games. I'm fucking everywhere right now. And next up, the newest player to our table. Please welcome Dakota. Hey, I am Dakota Orshiro. I'm playing a new character who you will meet soon-ish, maybe. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. Awesome. We're glad to have you. Next up is Sutfin. Excited to be back for another round to see what we can mess up tonight. Very much, very much excited. Yay. Awesome. And next up is Josh. Hello, hello, everybody. It is Josh, a.k.a. MG Preacher. I am so excited for tonight's session, so I'm not going to bore you. I'm playing Thorgmir Zonhorn, the party's dwarf ranger. Wonderful, wonderful. And finally, we have Dylan. Hey, everybody. It's your boy, Sixes. So happy to be here. Tonight, I will be playing everyone's favorite gunslinger, Wyatt Luckbringer II. Let's shoot some bad guys. All right. So, let's... First off, where we left off last session, you all were... You all just finished defeating a whole bunch of cultists, leaving two still alive, one who was passed out constantly due to panic attacks in the corner of the room, and the other one that was tied up by Dagny and and was tortured? Question mark? I don't know. Oh! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just to actually go back really quick, as you've noticed, uh, we do have a couple people missing. Adolfo is currently with his family, spending time with his family after his after the whole pirate festival that he's been talking about. We wish him uh, wish him well and some well deserved family time. Additionally, you may notice that Echo is not with us. Echo will be taking a break from this game for the time being, but so tonight we will be sending off Liz and Alex. However. There will be a chance for them to return in the future, so just wanted to give you a whole, everybody, a quick update on that. Anyway, after being patched up by Ramon and 
giving the party some information about what the heck this cult is, and then finally figuring out how to open the door uh, a few singes along the way. They were able to solve the puzzle, the combination puzzle, and get out of the room where they happened upon a big open chamber with an Iron Maiden, a giant dragon skull, and a few small multi-eyed beings and two what appears to be elves with a couple dragon scales on them standing in front of them as the doors behind them shut. And that is where we're going to pick it up today. To begin, as you're all standing in there, you're seeing the room lit by the candles and the cauldrons in there, including the blue glow from two cauldrons next to the altar. You see the Iron Maiden in the center of the room with the dragon skull. The stones around it are very specifically placed in a circle. Two figures with multiple, uh, with four different eyes on the top of their heads. Their eyes darting to different computer screens as if they're watching security cameras. Up above there is one more with a pair of what appear the elven cultists who are looking down on you. Now, they appear to be twins. They're very similar in look. And they're just really just sitting there. And they're and so the first one go so the first one looks at all of y'all. Do one of you want to explain why you decided to visit us? Yeah, right after you explain why y'all look exactly the same, it's a little creepy. She's just my sister. Sweet home Alabama. Anyway, that still doesn't answer my question. We've tried to keep this area pretty quiet. Which is why we chose this uh, disaster of a place as our home. Some thing destroyed it and we thought it was a perfect place for us to settle down. It sounds like, it sounds like we just can't not be disturbed. Whether it's those thugs that you so helplessly destroyed in the treasure room. But, so it be. But what is your reason? You've made it pretty far. It makes me curious. At this point, Liz speaks up and says... We were exploring. We were checking out what what could have been down here, and then the atrocities that we saw as we were coming down here. I just... What you've done to people just seems so, so very wrong. What the heck is going on? Oh, no. I was saying it to myself. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Who is standing next to Liz at... Anyway, let me check something real quick. Ramon and Dorkmere, can you two make a quick perception check for me? Oh, no. Actually, let me look up what your passive perception is. Because you might actually just notice. Sweet. Okay. That'll be a total of 21. Okay, so Ramon, you definitely notice it. Dorkmere, did you want to roll too? Everything okay, Josh? Yeah, give, me, give me just a second. I'm having some minor issues. I lost my dice. Okay. Oh, yep. If you want, you can also roll in the VTT uh, digitally. 
I think mine's a plus two, so that would be 16, I think. I already moved my dice. I can't remember what it was. I think it's 16. Okay. Thorpeard, you don't really uh, sense anything out of the ordinary. Ramon, you see a soft light coming in from the direction of Liz. And if you were to look at her, you can see that she's kind of sweating a little bit. And it appears that her hand is starting to glow in different colors. Ramon kind of whispers over to Liz and Alex, Are you okay? Liz looks back at you, confused of why you would be addressing her. Yeah, I feel fine. Things are... I feel perfectly fine. It's them that we have to worry about. As she points out her finger, though, the moment her finger goes out, seven magic missiles uh, shoot out of her hand. Very clearly, wild magic. Oh, no. Uh, For those of you who didn't know, the way Alex and Liz fused was due to wild magic. The atmosphere of this place is actually triggering it. These magic missiles just start fling, fling, fling all over the all over the room, circling around. They don't really have a target to hit. Some crash into the wall. Some crash into the cauldrons. One of them crashes right into one of the computer screens uh, for the gazer, and the gazer does not react at all. And one comes straight down on top of the Iron Maiden. As it hits the Iron Maiden, the it begins to glow and start to rumble. The sister, Cultus, takes a look and just goes, Oh, this is interesting. Seems like something that we haven't tried, brother. As the male one goes, Yes, I'd like to see how this goes. I would like everyone to please make a dexterity saving throw. That is going to be an 18 for remote. The poor rash. It's so funny hearing all the dice roll in my ears. <laughs> Nine for one. Yeah. Okay. 15. Okay. I think that was everyone from what I see from the chat. So. Oh, wait, does if uh, you score, uh, Yes. Yes, he does. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you real quick. He has a plus two to dex. Okay. So <clears throat> at, as it begins to rumble, suddenly the front doors of the Iron Maiden swing open and you all feel a pressure of as if something is trying to suck you in to the Iron Maiden. You don't see any spikes on the inside. It's really weird. In fact, on the inside, it almost looks like a portal. If you rolled a 15 or higher, you are able to stand your ground for the time being. If you rolled lower than a 15, if you got lower than a 15, you are currently knocked prone as you are trying to catch yourself from being sucked into the Iron Maiden. Liz is also knocked prone and you see her along with the rest of you trying to hang on to whatever is there from being sucked in. You start to see as her hands begin to glow again, stronger and stronger till suddenly you actually see her form change into Alex. And Alex, as he is grabbing on, just goes, Ugh, 
I don't think I can help hold back this next burst. Oh, I don't know what's going to happen. This wild magic thing is bullshit. And as he's holding it in, you can see him brace himself for whatever comes next. And after a beat, it doesn't at first seem like anything's ha- happened this time. Until you start seeing Alex begin to levitate off the ground. And as soon as he gets high enough to where he can't hold on anymore, he begins getting sucked into the Iron Maiden. Before he gets out of five feet of you, do anyone want to do anything? No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I was so cut off guard. I'm sorry. Hold up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Dakota, just uh, you know, there's been a, quite the feud between Wyatt and Liz for quite some time now. Okay, composure. But uh, you said that me and Ramon was the ones closest to uh, Liz or Alex. Yes. So the two of you, and the two of you are both still standing. So I, I'm going to be the nice guy. I'm going to try to grab them and keep them from getting <laughs> stuck into that portal. Okay, I am gonna need you to make an uh make an athletics check for me. Athletics, got it. Because this would because this would technically be a grapple. That's a twenty-one. Oh damn! All right. So as you see Alex fly in front of you, you reach out to grab his hand, and now he is like full force, like almost holding him in the wind. From from this from being pulled inside the Iron Maiden, you look up to the twins and they're just unmoving. They're just watching. You see a tiny little smile on their face. They're just really intrigued in what is happening. Let me roll something real quick. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> the things the things you don't want to hear. Let me roll something real quick. All right, let me see. Oh, I, why did it go? Oh, it did. Okay, so the hand that you're holding, it's weird. Alex and Liz's forms are shifting. This magic is really strong. So you see, like, both sides are trying to push their way out to be dominant at this point. They can't really speak as well because they're fighting right now. What I am going to say is you can go ahead and I'm going to give you a chance to pull them down to back to the ground. If you'd like to do that, that would end the levitate. If you would like to do that, I would want you to make another athletics check. Okay. Yep. Or, and while you do that, I am just looking something up. Again, words you don't want to hear. (laughs) Well, I got words I want to hear. My food's here. I didn't (laughs) eat dinner. They went to the movie, so I ordered food. You're not going to believe this, but that's 20. 22. Jesus Christ. Nice. <laughs> so you successfully pull Alex back down to the ground. As his feet touch the ground, you are still looking at the hand that you're holding. And it's, it is that bright glow that happened right before the magic missiles went off, right before the levitate. Uh, something else is about to happen. And Alex just... While looking around, Alex is trying to figure out what to do next and just shouts, take cover if you can. I don't know what's about to happen. At this point, Ramon is just like in a 
tackle Thormir and just try to get him out of the way for what's about next. Is, uh-uh. Be like, stay down. And then in three, two, one, he disappears. That's... If anyone wants to uh, make a Arcana check to figure out what the fuck just happened. Most that's going to be 17 for Ramon. Yeah, okay. Decent roll. Okay, so I guess that's a 13. Okay. Damn, Edgar did roll great to 24, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm laying on the floor, so I've got a better what's going on. Edgar, you're the only one who notices that. This was some sort of teleportation spell. You don't know where exactly Liz and Alex went. You can't really tell that. But you could tell it was some sort of teleportation out of here. Nothing really other special than that. Is but the yeah. Effects, is the effect still happening? I was, gonna, I was just about to get to that. The twin that is sitting up there is like, oh, that's disappointing. Oh, might as well get this show on the road. She waves her hands and the doors of the Iron Maiden just shut. Liz is nowhere to be seen and all is quiet. That was much more interesting than I expected. Uh, too bad that the, the portal didn't really serve its purpose. Huh, but at least we know how to open it now. I stand up. Okay. Ramon. Oh, right. Uh, sorry. Quickly get... <laughs> didn't know exactly what was going to happen. I have to remember that... I, w- I have to remember my size here. Whisper to whoever's standing next to me. I'm not sure who it is. Somebody. Edgar. <laughs> Those guys seem creepier than Dagny. I don't know if I want to be here anymore. The, the sister pipes up and just goes... Unless you could do a magic trick like that changeling can, you're not going anywhere. Not even if we say pretty please. And and why's and, and why's that? Because I feel like you might be threatening me. Oh, he doesn't like to be threatened. As we've seen, as he looks the two gazers on either side of him, looking at the computer cameras, you're a bit of a quick draw, aren't you, Wyatt? Money. Well, I reckon you must be. Dumber than you look. Oh, huh. I did rash me. I, again, we've been watching all of you make your way through. It's not rash me. It's sugar cakes. And I just plastered. Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, there's some stories. When he says that, I just start laughing. Uh, that horny one always falls for it. I don't know why we kept him around. Anyway. Yeah, I said it's sugar cakes and I held responsibility. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me see. I said it's not rash me, it's sugar cakes. Elder's Blast. Let me check something real quick. Do go ahead. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and make your attack. Does it matter? Uh, you're shooting the one on the right. Oh, wait, hold on. That button spells Elder's Blast. All right, go ahead and. All right. So, you go ahead and you do that Eldritch Blast straight at that one cultist. Uh, However, given the line that you have to go through, as soon as it starts passing over the rock circle, it dissipates. 
Oh yeah, there's some fuck shit going on over there. That's a cool magic trick too. As she says that, all of a sudden you hear a phone ringing. The the male one goes ahead and reaches out a phone and looks at it and goes, "Oh, sister, I uh." Hey, that's your call. Just let her know about dad. Just go ahead and take that real quick. It's not a call, you dimwit. A sister. It seems the subject is ready. The sister goes, "Oh, it seems seems we got an assignment of a of a ritual." I'm sorry. Well, subject. Yeah, we uh, we've been having some test to see if we can create some better beings worthy of Gyrath. And some of them are just not cut out for it. So they are sent to one of our humble homes to be able to go through the sacrificial ritual to Gyrath. And it looks like our next subject is uh, ready. As he pulls out a, as she pulls out an orb and throws it up into the air and it goes sailing arced over, over the Iron Meeting and lands somewhere in front of it and just shatters. And as it shatters, you see a whirlwind of smoke. And you go ahead and you see a humanoid appear out of that smoke. Dakota, would you like to describe your character and what everybody sees at this moment? Sure. So you'll see a humanoid, maybe 5'11 in height, wearing some tattered, think, prisoner clothes. Tan skin, silver hair, uh, close-kept, almost cover, the bangs almost cover his eyes, and uh, you can see some striking green eyes underneath there. Built, not muscular, but relatively slim. Awesome. Barbara looks and goes, Yes, subject 1096, the squirmy little one. You enjoy your time in your cage? Particularly, no. You could stand to give us more than one meal a day. Just a heads up. Just (laughs) throwing it out. Yeah, but... That's all you need to survive. Which, quite frankly, you don't need to anymore. And being here, it looks like we could take care, we can do a much larger sacrifice to Gyrath now and kill eight birds with just one stone. As she snaps her fingers, and every gazer, the three gazers in the room, Turn toward the party. Each of their eyes concentrate on one of you. No matter how you move, they are always locked eyes with you. One of their stalks. And the sister goes, Now, Gareth doesn't like when people just give their lives. They want you to be hungry. They want you to fight. Yeah, Chris, when the one looks at me, I shoot it. I don't even, I like, I don't, I just do that, like, no scope shot that I do. I just, it looks at me and I just shoot it. It's like, okay. 
I am going to consider that uh, a surprise round action, but I would like everybody to roll initiative. Uh, <laughs> sounds legitimate. All right, initiative. Don't fail me now. Thought my roll was bad. Edgar, how did you get a point fourteen? It calculates based on your dexterity modifier. So if uh-huh. you roll the same number, then it uses the higher. It's oh, hard. gotcha, gotcha. I see what it does. It just fudges it. Gotcha. Okay. Sweet. 21, let's go. All right. All right. All and uh, Riku, as you can see, what happens when uh, old Wyatt gets shoot that that shot. Hold on a second. I like that we get to see all your mystery dice. Oh, it actually... It, ah, dang it. Okay. I have to fix that. I don't know why it was... It should have hidden him, but... No worries. Okay, so we have all of those rolls. So go ahead. Dylan, this one on the right is the one that was looking at you. Why don't you tell the class what you just got? (laughs) I got a natural 20 with my advantage. Uh, Big natty 20 here on the D&D Beyond. So uh, I think if it's all right with the class, I'd like to roll again. Unfortunately, not another natural 20, but I would like to roll my double damage. Go for it. By the way, Uh, I got on on the crit, only 20 damage on the crit. Only 20 damage on the crit? Okay. On the the no-scope. Like, I just point my gun at it and shoot it, because I don't like it looking at me funny like that. Okay. Alright, you go ahead, and you quickly just, boom, fire your uh, pistol. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I do need... That's the, that's the gun that's got uh, my my elemental round. Remember I had loaded my elemental yes. rounds in? That um, is correct. Is that also, does that, is that also affected by, by the critical? Uh, yes. Okay, so here, I'll roll that as well for the class. All right. And Josh, what did you get for your initiative? My initiative was only 13. Okay. I don't know what kind of bonus uh, Leonidas would get. Okay, I'll fix that real quick. Did he get, like, ignore that roll? You said you got a 14? I got a 13. But if you want to give me a 14, I'll take 13. it. 13. <laughs> okay, uh, Leonidas will go on your turn. Okay. And Riku, I, the elemental damage was another another seven damage. So 27 damage from Wyatt as he fire, as he clicks off one of his elemental bullets. All right. So you go ahead and you blast that firebolt, that fire bullet straight at that gazer. And it just envelops in flame really quickly. And to the point that you you just see a nice, well-done ball of flesh on the ground. So I nudge, I nudge my, I nudge my large friend who's standing next to me. All right, you're just so, full of surprises, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. So next up, funny enough, the next next up was that gazer. <laughs> so it's dead. So, we're going to go on to the next combatant, which is Thorgbeer. Oh, okay. Hold low. Uh, yeah, you said he had a 13. I have a 14. Yeah, wait. Oh, yeah, you got a 14. You did. Never mind. So, I don't know where the... Can you tell me where they're at in comparison? One moment. And actually, Dylan, you were first in combat anyway. 
Oh, how did the 14? How is the 14 the highest initiative? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, all right. Well, I'm gonna shoot the. I'm gonna. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on a second. Hold okay. on a second. I'm sorry, Chris. I, I I need to make a note here. When yeah. I rolled for initiative, I ended up with the 21. So I know that Wyatt had a surprise round first. Yes. But okay. <laughs> I yeah. It automatically puts you in my combat tracker if you did it in the VTT. So I didn't see it pop up there. I did do the VTT though. I may have did not it? pressed something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, let me see. Do, 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 do. This will get cut How out. Dare you. You just rolled it naturally, so you didn't roll it using click the initiative button. Gotcha. But I can, manually put, I can manually put you in. Give me a moment. It's under utility. I'm learning. Leave me alone. <laughs> I guess I ignore it. <laughs> Update. 21. Okay, so my apologies. Ramon, you are first to act. Cool. Well, can't really do much from where I'm currently at, so I'm going to just move 30 feet up. <laughs> All right. Ignore so, the troll. I'm getting uh, Wyatt in there now. I'm like, what do you mean ignore this troll? What if I... Because sometimes you'll end up seeing my rolls. Oh, there it is. Go ahead and move your character your 30 feet. Sure, I will move the full movement and then that'll be it. Okay. Did you move? Yeah. Okay, no worries. Please, not on my bed. No. I don't know, girl. All right. So. Probably. After he moves, now, Wyatt, is your turn. So, Riku, so I saw that, that Rashmi's uh, little friendly Eldritch Blast got sucked into this thing. What? Do you have any idea what caused that? Go ahead and roll. All right, I'm not very good at that, but I'll try. An eight's not going to do it. I'm going to then I'm going to I'm just going to blast the the other beholder because I don't look the one to the left there because I don't like that that one is looking at my friends. Okay, so that's, so the one that's correct, and I will go ahead and roll with advantage because they have not yet acted. Yep, twenty five to hit. Nice, definitely hits. All right, I'm going to go ahead and roll my uh, critical damage. So that will be, that's 21 base, and then I'll go ahead and roll my uh, 2d4 for you here. So uh, 27 more total um, with the fire damage coming in at 6 damage. So 27 okay. more damage uh, to the one there on the left. Oh, all right. Uh, I see. So you go ahead and you shoot that second one, and mm -hmm. you see the bullet just fly straight through it. As it, too, just envelops in flame and falls into a, basically, a charred ball. And, and, and then just kind of, just smile, like, that same stupid look that they were giving us just a second ago. Like, I'm giving that to them, and I'm going to shoot the one, the beholder, right in the middle with my offhand action. Just give me a second. Oh, sorry, I got to roll again, because I have advantage. I'm going to uh, declare that I am far too lucky to miss and uh, roll a third time. Twelve. So you go ahead and you try to shoot that third, that third fire. As it's passing through the circle, you see, I'm assuming it's still going to be, what element do you use for this, for this bullet? I'm going to declare that this is Sonic? Can I declare Sonic? Uh, it's yeah. either uh, lightning, ice, or uh, fire. Ice, because this is my offhand, so I would shoot. I this is an ice bullet. 
Okay. As it goes through the circle, the bullet continues to go through that circle, but mm-hmm. as chunks of ice almost breaks almost breaks off of the bullet oh. as soon as it hits that circle. And as it continues, it almost like a field goal, it uh, goes right between two of its stalks and hits the wall behind it. And so. why it looks incredulous, he's like, two out of three ain't bad. And that's my turn. Okay. All right, next up, we have Thorgmir. I can uh, describe to you where you are, um, and we could get you set up after the break. I'd appreciate that. So, yep. So in front of you, like, straight dead ahead, about... About 60 feet ahead of you is, is where the two cultists and one of the gazers between them are. Okay. So, what would you like to do? And there's only one gazer left? Thanks to what? Yes. Okay. Yes. You know what? I'm going to try to go for that gazer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw back with my bow and just try to hit dead center of this thing. All right. Go ahead and roll your attack. Team, you said? Yeah. Yes. That hits. Awesome. Go ahead and roll damage. So that'd be 11 damage. 11 damage. So you go ahead, you pull back your bow, and you just let it fly. And it sails right into its center's eye. Pretty grotesquely. However, it's still floating there because, as you see... It has four other eyes as it floats around. When I hit um, them, I just yep. yell out, See what I did there? <laughs> All right. Next up is actually going to be Leonidas. You can, okay, you can uh, do. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually going to have Leo hold because I don't want him to get too close to those two elven cultists. So I'm just going to uh, tell him to just prepare for an attack. So he's like half hunching, getting ready to either jump or run if he has to so he's just okay. kind of half crouching down and all he's right, just sounds... snarling showing all of his teeth all right sounds good so next up rashmi uh there all right then this this looking feller up here mm-hmm. that feller right there all right taking a taking a beam to the face go ahead and roll your attack 12. Big old miss. Big old miss, as you saw. <laughs> you hit the one that's dead. <laughs> you go ahead and you, like, twirl your energy to do the Eldritch Blast. And this time, you see it fly straight and true, just like you expected it. Except that it's uh, kind of a lot higher than you, were, you would hope. As it hits, as it actually hits the, almost the ceiling above that gazer. All right. Is that it for your turn? Yep. All right. Next up, this cultist is going to see how Mikey is beginning to approach, Ramon is starting to approach it, and he is going to move over to here and is going. He looks at you, Rashmi, chuckles. And he is going to send off an Eldritch Blast of his own. Copycat, it's my shit, motherfucker. And as he takes that blast and 
shoots it out. It goes also straight up into the air. And he just goes, huh. That was odd. <laughs> it high was it low? Where the heck did that one go? And then that is actually going to be its turn. So next up is Alex. Okay. Not so, not the old Alex, the new Alex. Yeah, yeah. Alex I didn't know. Worth noting, I looked at all of the names for the characters in the campaign currently on D Beyond, and I was like, oh, there's no Alex. I'm good. Got in here today and I heard Alex was Yeah, yeah, the character was a changeling of two creatures of two humans that were like merged together. Yeah. Alright. So with my bonus action, we will be wild shaping. Right Sweet. off the bat. What are you going to wild shape into? I will be turning into a direwolf. Wonderful. So let me get this out here. Ooh, another danger floof. Well, yep, it rolled the uh, it rolled the dice automatically. Let me <laughs> update this to be a friendly. Always for owner. And let the da da da. Lo and behold, where is it? You should be able to. Control it now. Yep, we're good. All right, and you are a direwolf. How do I hide this one? I can do it. Okay. So, as a direwolf, I have fifty feet of movement. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I can move just about wherever I want. Oh my gosh! There we go. We're <laughs> gonna move right over here. Nice. You moved. Oh, moved on my screen. You might need to refresh the page. Everyone's gotcha. Going. Okay. And following that, I will be biting the uh, my buddy here. All right. Go ahead and roll the attack. I may actually have to refresh. Hold on. <laughs> it might be frozen. I was going to say, when he turned into a dire wolf, Leonidas just stopped snarling just long enough to just kind of cock his head over. Like, <laughs> what happened? Then he shakes his head. Oh, wait a minute. Bad people. <laughs> so, if it would like to roll... I might be able to help you with that. You're just going to roll the you bite attack? Yeah, you might have to. It's not letting me. All right. Uh, yep, there we go. Bite. And it's going to attack. Nice. This cultist is going to use its reaction against you. And it is going. So let's roll your damage first against it. So that was nine damage. And then for the saving throw... It failed its saving throw. <laughs> so, it failed the saving throw. So, it is also now not prone. So, it's not going to take its reaction because of that. Yeah. Uh, following that, I will, I'll just growl at him and call it a turn. Cool. Where is the prone? There it is. Oh, nope, not you. Whoops. All right. And then next up is the sister. And she sees this happening. And so she's going to stay where she is. And what she is going to do... Actually, what she's going to do... You see her actually walk up to the wolf. And she is going to actually slash at you yep, with her mace. Yes. Where I guess you could say technically Leonidas was holding his turn. As a reaction... Can he lunge after her? Uh, he is, or is he too far away to do that? It's too far away. Dang it. Sorry. 
I tried. So he's gonna go ahead and swing his mace at you. But as you he swings, you see a bit of a glow on her arm as it become as it goes to swing at you. So first off, it's going to swing the attack. Thirteen. Thirteen, I don't believe hits it. I think it's AC is fourteen. You are correct. So he it goes and tries to smack it with its with his with her hammer and completely whiffs it. As you see the glowing piece of its arm start to not glow anymore. Go ahead and roll a perception check for me. As a wolf. <laughs> yeah. Is is this relying on hearing or smell? <laughs> uh, it's more sight. Okay, fair enough. Sorry. I got another question if you don't mind. Sure. Even though that they're too far away for him to lunge at, you said it was the sister that I was attacking. Could he still move up though? Even though oh yeah, totally. Okay, how far? I don't have a sheet up. Can you tell me what his movement speed is? Forty feet. Forty feet. So okay, he can move he like forty feet away. Feet. Yep. Or make it thirty feet. Thirty feet. Okay, thirty feet. All right. You rolled an eight on your perception. Whatever that glow is faded to right before you were able to see what it is. The, uh, no, the, uh, the, what is this called? The sleeve. The, the elf's sleeve just falls over the arm to cover it. All right. Now it's the gazer's turn. The gazer will, as it can't really see through its front eye, but will still slowly just hover its way this way. And with ro- and... Actually, no. It's gonna go... This way. Over to here. I hate not being able to see what's going on! And it's gonna target Rashmi... With its eye rays. It's gonna ta- target you. It's gonna look it at you. Deeply. Hey. Alright. Let's go ahead and roll the eye ray. Um, I gotta roll a d4. That's it. Actually, I rolled... Come on, 2d4. There we go. That was two threes. I have to re-roll one of them because I can't use the same one. All right, three and a two. All right, so you see out of its lower left eye start to glow blue. Go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw. You go ahead and you, you see a blast of cold energy come straight at you. And it hits you right in the chest. And you take... You take... What did it say? Did it not show me? Why didn't it show me? Oh yeah, you take you take de- 10 cold damage. The other eye is pointed... Where is it going to be pointed? It's going to be actually pointed down towards Wyatt. Because he killed both of his brothers. Wyatt, can you make a wisdom saving throw for me? Why not? <laughs> Ten. So this ray begins to glow, and you just see this black line of almost misty hit you as well. Um, you don't take any damage. However, you are now frightened by the gazer until, until the gazer's next turn, or if it dies. What is the frightened condition in this game? Uh, frightened is you can't willingly move towards the cre- creature, and you get, uh, 
disadvantage on all attack rolls and ability it checks towards that creature. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. That will be the end of its turn. Edgar, you're up. Wyatt turns to Edgar and says, or while Edgar looks like he's about to do something, and Wyatt says, Edgar, kill that thing. Kill it. You have a you roll to hit. Almost keeps moving. In targeting. All right, so the, the interface is being difficult for me to go. Yep. Go for it. Yeah, just an FYI, if things just stop working, just refresh the page. It should w- work again. Probably. Yep. Let's try this once more. All right. Just roll regular. Dungeon. I there we go. I guess I bounced. <laughs> I carried that off of a wall. So you go ahead and you bring up for your Ray of Frost. And it it, it looks like it's going straight at it. But it easily just does a barrel roll out of the way of your Ray of Frost. And the blood splatter from the other gazer behind it is now encased in bloody ice. (laughs) All right. Round two. Ramon, you're up. This is going to be great. So, seeing that there is uh, a cultist, you just made my job a whole lot easier. So, first... I would like to use a bonus action. I would like to rage. <laughs> so I am going to do that as my bonus action first. And then I am going to take my movements. I'm going to move directly to get in front of this cultist. And right. as my action, I am going, well, we're going to attempt here. We're going to attempt to smack this thing with the glaive. So, yes, so you have advantage because it is currently prone. And because this is my first attack of my turn, I'm going to go reckless with this thing. Yes! So, let us do it. So, please, digital dice, don't fail me now. Actually, no, if we're going to fail, we're going to fail by my own hand. So, let's roll it in IRL. I feel that digital dice are cursed for me. Listen, if I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail by my own hand and not RNG Jesus. Yeah. That is an 18 to hit. Woo! Okay, damage time. Let's, let's do this. Da, 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 da. We're going to roll a D10. Da, da, da. Ah, here we go. Oh, boy. That is a total of 13 points of slashing damage to this thing. All right. You take your glaive. And it's on the ground. And you, like, twirl it around and almost give it a quick stab. Almost. And you do some pretty good damage to it. You just see Ramon smile and then that guy, bring it on. All right. Wyatt, you're up. So I don't, Wyatt doesn't like being afraid of things. Even though I have disadvantage, I'm going to, I'm going to start by firing a bullet at the, at the gazer. Uh, I'm going to start with that. All right, go for it. A 16 to hit with nice. disadvantage. All right. Will, will that hit, sir? A 16 will hit. All right. Here's my damage, and then I'll roll my d4. I'm declaring electricity. All right, go for it. 14 damage before the electricity, and another two. So 16 more damage to the gazer that made me afraid. All right, so you shoot out this bullet, almost like not looking at it because you just don't want to look at it right now because you're so afraid. As the bullet goes through, you see it, it ends up 
actually hitting the arrow that was in in its eye, pushing it straight through and out the other end, while a crackle of energy just envelops this gazer as it begins to shake from the electricity and falls to the ground. Damn. And I'm no longer... Nice. And I'm no longer afraid, right? You are no longer frightened. I will take that condition off. You just Get feel out. a good <laughs> wave just come over you of just... oh. Yeah, that makes me feel much, much better. And, you know, Wyatt is afraid for his small friend, so he's gonna go stand... He's gonna go stand right here in front of uh, Dagny. All right. Uh, it, would o- it only let me move 20 feet. I don't... You can probably move the, the rest of the 10. Try it. Oh. If it doesn't... Or refresh. It only moved yeah. me like 10 of my 50 feet, and then I had to refresh. Oh, yeah, okay. this is getting weird. Oh, no problem. I'll just move. Go ahead and... Oh, it, it's got me moved. I'm in front of Dagny now. I've yep. got both of my guns out. And I think my social soliloquy to the sister, which is the one that is in the back, I don't see your friends anymore. Oh, they're just failed experiments. Just because... The experiment get went wrong doesn't mean they're not useful. Alright. Thorgbear, you're up. It's the brother that is on the ground front, correct? Yes. Okay. And are they both injured or is it just the brother? Just the brother is injured. He is injured and he's on the and he's prone on the ground. Actually, hang on, I gotta take care of my pup real quick. BRB. <laughs> IRL pup takes Jaeger rolled a higher initiative than me. And just to warn you, um, if you do decide to attack it, um, while it's prone, melee attacks get advantage, but but ranged attacks are actually disadvantage. Yeah, I just realized <laughs> that, and I'm like, wait, half of this team is like ranged. <laughs> Folks, this is gonna be fun. About to give everybody disadvantage except for the barbarian and me. Let's but, go. Just don't don't worry. I already killed three of them, so like it's <laughs> you've done your you've done your job. Yeah. Take out the mini beholder enemies. We're good. Okay, back for a second. Uh, you said uh, the prone enemy is the disadvantage for range attacks. That is correct. All right, and I don't have enough movement to be able to get up to them to attack with a melee weapon. Do I? That is correct. He has 30 feet, and he would need to take a double move to get to it. Right? Uh, And there's no way I can have Leonidas attack first, and then me take mine. Oh, you can. Uh, Totally. So I can have Leonidas attack, and then I... Yep. So we can go ahead and we'll move Leonidas up. I can do that. I want... What's up, pup? There we go. If you move him up another one, if he has pack tactics. I guess if he has pack tactics now. Yeah, I think he actually does. Yeah, he does. This gives me pack tactics, though. Yep, you both have pack tactics now. Just so you know, when you roll the wolf's attack roll, you get advantage on this. So it's double advantage? Because you already have advantage because he's on the ground. Now you have an advantage. And then, how does that work? I actually don't know. It's just, so it's, it's just yeah. Yeah. super weird. Like, let's say you have 14,000 instances of advantage, but only one advantage of disadvantage. It's just a straight roll. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay. 
Yeah, so so either way, you the wolf has advantage on its attack. So go ahead, and I'm assuming you're going to have it attack? I was going to have him try to attack the sister and knock her down from full health. Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, you can? Yeah, you can move up to it. Let's say. Okay. Then... And you I'm still have advantage. Yeah. To, uh, oh, I would still have... Uh, yes, yes, you're within have... five feet of me. Okay. Uh, I would like to have uh, Leonidas try to uh, bite the sister. Go for it. 17? 17 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Crap, I don't have the shield. Damage is 2d4 plus 2. 4 plus 2. And he, the fanatic also needs to make... Actually, actually needs uh, to make a strength saving throw, too. <laughs> Fucking wolves. <laughs> Fucking wolves. Bruh. How, many, how much damage did you do? Five damage? All right, thank you. All right, so it is also prone. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Looks like Chris has some things to revamp later. <laughs> Fucking wolves! That's what's going on. Fucking wolves. All right. yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna come join your campaign and play a moon druid. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Rashmi, you're up. Wait, sorry, sorry. I'm gonna go back. Uh, Dorkmir, it's still your turn. Your actual turn. Oh, that was your wolf. I need cats out of my room. So it's still uh, Dorkmir, your your actual person's turn. <laughs> okay. Did I was away? Did you guys say that the sister is now not prone to? Dang it! <laughs> Listen, fucking wolves, man. I was hoping it would just bite her or something, so she'd still be standing. She did, but she also rolled very low on her strength check. Oh, okay. So, do I roll this with disadvantage or straight roll or what? This would be just disadvantage roll if you want to shoot an arrow at either of them. Dang it. Nah, I can't move up far enough to attack them, can I? Nah, let me just double check. You would need to be five feet. No, you are not close enough to attack straight up melee. Uh, how far do I have to to move, and how far can I move? Uh, you can move up to 30 feet, or you can move double your speed and move 60 feet. However, you wouldn't be able to, to attack. Can I, can I still move the full 30 feet and still be able to attack? Yeah. Okay, I want to move 30 feet and still... All right, I'm going to go ahead and move you to 30 feet. There you go. Being with disadvantage, right? Yep. That is still a 16. That will hit. Awesome. Go ahead, go ahead and roll damage. 10 damage total. 10 damage. To which one did you hit? The brother or the sister? Lost the Slayer. The target is below max HP, deal an additional 1d8. Okay. So you're, I'm assuming you're going for the one that is lower? That that is, yeah. I was just going to add this to the, uh, the attack that I just made on the sister. Against the sister. The sister is not below uh, half HP. It, it doesn't say below half HP. It says below max HP. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. All right. That's right. Go ahead and, uh, go ahead and roll. Not as good as I was hoping. That's an additional four damage. Additional four damage. So that's 14 damage? Yes. All right. So you're able to actually see this occultist on the ground pretty easily as your arrow flies out of your grip and straight into it, dealing 14 damage. All right. Next up. Now it's Rashmi's turn. Yes, all the gazers are dead. We just got these two limbs over here. Who are yes. prone on the ground. Who are both uh, prone. 
You're welcome, Rashmi. Yeah, but right there. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. I'm gonna go investigate this uh, anti magic shit over here. Go ahead, go, uh, move in. If you want to move into it, you're able to move into it just fine. If you want to investigate the the field, go ahead and roll Arcana. Are you having trouble? Move. There oh, you go. that's why uh, I was on the ruler. Oh, yeah. nineteen. So you actually can tell that this is definitely an anti-magic field. It's pretty... It doesn't really let any magic in, but it also wants any magic out. So it, basi- so it essentially is... Will block all of that. Additionally, you kind of just feel a lot... Your, whatever you get your source from, because I know you don't know where you got your patron from... You can feel that connection get weaker as you're inside this field. Is there anything in particular this is radiating off of, or is it just, like, the rocks? So the rocks is basically, you can tell, is basically the perimeter. It's the perimeter of the field. The Iron Maiden looks like just your general Iron Maiden, unlike its magical form earlier. And the skull is definitely a... You can definitely sense magic from it. You can actually sense... The field being generated from that skull. Put it in my bag. Make a strength check for me. 15? Yeah, 15 is good, but it is a fucking heavy... It's a big-ass fucking... I'm gonna move the skull to, like, like over, like, here-ish. I'm going to say that you are able to basically... Oh, it's actually part of the background. I'm not going to be able to move it. Uh, but I'm going to say that you move it with the strength you've got only about five feet. That's fine. I'm shifting this entire magic field five feet. I'm trying okay. to see what happens if this empty magic gets off the uh, Iron Maid is what I'm trying to do. Okay. Okay. It's still in the field for now. So okay. I'll actually draw I it out. I'm <laughs> being scientists. Okay. Okay. Is that all you're doing? All right, so next up is... Ooh. So this cultist here is going to stand, use half its movement to stand up from prone. And he's looking right into, into Ramon's eyes as he gives a little bit of a smirk towards him. Ramon? Yes? Can you make... A strength saving throw. Why, most certainly, my good sir. <laughs> Don't fail me now. Uh, 24. All right. What you're gonna... So, you see him smile as you see four inky black tendrils just shoot out of its back Ew. toward you. You're able to basically, as it's trying to grab onto you, you're able to fight it off as the tendrils retreat back into him. Can you make a perception check for me? Why, most certainly. Perception check. 14. (laughs) Okay. You swore you saw something glow on its neck, but you can't really see what it was. Cool. Alex, you're up. Alright. As his attention is completely focused away from me, I am going to attempt to bite him from the back. Alright. I'm just going to roll with actual dice since I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I do a pack tactics, so advantage. Yes. <laughs> That's good, because the first roll was an at one. 
And the second Damn. roll was a nat 20. So I'm happy oh. with this advantage. Okay. I'm very happy with this. So since, so, so since you're new to the campaign, I do have a house rule. So your first natural 20, you get your critical damage. If you can roll a second natural 20, you do automatic max damage. If you get a third D20, uh, natural 20, you automatically kill whatever you're attacking. Oh, okay. So, so go ahead triple. and roll that. Yep. It's vorpal. Interesting. That's a five. Okay. So just roll critical damage then. Okay. So just max dice? Yes. It's uh, critical damage is double dice. Sorry. Okay. So you're doing double dice. Okay. Yeah. So that will be 20 points of damage. I'm sorry. The, with the modifier is 23 points of damage. Ooh. Okay. I and mean, then he's going to make his strength saving throw. Yes. That's just enough. Yep, and he's able to shake it off. But as you basically tear out a whole bunch of flesh right out of him as he begins bleeding um, profusely from the chest where you bit him. Turn my head towards the sister and let it, like, drip out. As a reaction, though, to you doing that, he is yeah. going he is going to use Hellish Rebuke on you. Yes, oh, hit my temporary HP pool. HP pool. Do it. Yeah. He is going to use his Hellish Rebuke, cast a spell, and what is the... Is it Dexterity? Yes, it's Dexterity saving throw DC. Just make it Dexterity saving throw. Yep, you're taking damage. <laughs> you are taking 20 points of damage from the okay. Hellish Rebuke. Yikes. Alrighty. Wait. Oh wait, no, no, sorry, sorry. Take a take ten damage. I don't know why it rolled. Oh, that's because it rolled higher. Never mind. Yep, it is for D D ten. Never mind. So okay. you take twenty damage. Already. All right. But he also took a lot of damage. Twenty three damage. <laughs> but he's not prone. Just saved by a one. Feels yes. Bad. Yes. All right. Is that it for you? Yep, that'll do it. Sweet. So this one is also going to use half its movement to stand up. Um, it's going to turn to Leonidas and is going to take a swing at Leonidas with his mace. With her mace? With her Actually, no. I, I did just turn towards her and leak her brother's blood out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> she is going to turn to you. That is right. Yes. And you see, as her eyes begin to glow red. Can you make a dexterity saving throw for me, please? Oh, yes. I'm telling you, online dice are cursed. So as you're standing there and you see her eyes begin to glow, she breathes in and suddenly you see... A cone of flame come out of her come out of her mouth. Uh. I need you. So you take it nineteen damage. Okay, pretty that sure that's breath. gonna knock me out of Direwolf and do that, some type of damage to me. Yes. So you currently have fourteen. So you take five additional damage out of your wild shape. All right. So I'm gonna move you up. Make sure the lovely people at home can't actually see you because they're not watching. And there you go.
You're out of wild shape, and you take five damage. The sister looks, looks at you and goes, Oh, now that's more like it. As she gives, like, a little creepy side smile at you. Right, I think for this turn, we're going to move up over here next to this corner. And we will hold there. For okay. What, are you, what, what did you say you're going to do? And I'm just going to hold right there. Oh, okay. So now we go back to the top of initiative, Ramon. Cool. All righty. So here's what we're going to do. So I'm still in front of the brother. Yeah. Apparently now there's some black tentacles. All righty then. Nice magic trick. Now it's my turn. So first, as my action, we are going we're going to attempt. <laughs> we're going to attempt to hit this thing once again with the glaive. All right. Go ahead and roll your attack. Cool. Let's do this. Let's do this. We're just going to roll. RNGesus will not screw me over today. Not today, Satan. Not today. Ooh, okay. That is a 22 to hit. All right, that hits, definitely. Go ahead and roll your damage. Cool. That's going to be a total of nine slashing damage. All right. So you go ahead and basically slash your glaive right into where the direwolf last bit it. And blood just shoots out of its mouth as you make contact. As it falls, as he falls to the ground. Oh, boy. <laughs> the sister sees this happen. And she just looks and goes, Oh, no, brother. Now I have to offend you. I don't like it when they tell me those things. <laughs> All right, going to do anything else? Nope, I think I'm just going to stay right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Wyatt, you're up. Wyatt just says, nay, it's your time to die. And I'm going to shoot her. All right. Do I get advantage because I have friends next to her? I... At, ra at, at range? I thought I'd do. I think you do. Because yes. it makes it because it makes it easier to yeah okay sounds good give me a sec here uh let's yeah she's surrounded so that's gonna be a big twenty two to hit that that hits good thing that natural one didn't count <laughs> uh, yes that's just a here's a seven and then is she still standing uh, yes she's still standing but you could see that the shots you did have caught some pretty serious bullet wounds in her you can actually see the blood splatting out of her as you hit her but she's still standing bonus action uh 14 to hit 14 hits okay and i'll declare cold damage all right because it's my offhand so uh 14 more damage so a total of 31 damage this round all right, so you go ahead and you shoot your offhand weapon, and mm -hmm. you shoot it right into perfectly one of the bullet holes that you already made as you see the ice begin to envelop her body and cover her. I'm going to have some fun with this. Wyatt, how do you want to do this? So, like Wyatt said, so she said that she now she was going to have to revenge her, get avenged for 
for her her brother and i had responded no now it's your time to die and i know that i can't really fire another bullet but like thematically i i like just point my 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 main hand gun at her again and go boom and i'm just gonna watch your head explode from the ice (laughs) yes yeah so as the bullet enters her body, as her head, just it gets encased in an ice block, you see from her mouth area, it start to melt a little bit, just because of that fire breath that she just put out. Before, as soon as you say boom, the head just shatters into a million pieces as her body falls to the ground. Well done. You are now standing in a room with three dead gazers and two dead cultists. (laughs) I'm coming. Um, I'll go over and help crash me. (laughs) Do an experiment. You said they had some sort of dragon scales, like, uh, impaled on them or something? Yeah, there are a couple of dragon scales you notice on them. I'm also going to say this. Rashmi, with you being inside that, that field, it feels like it turned off. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. All right. So with that, we're going to take a quick break here and come back to see what the aftermath is after a quick break. But for you at home, thank you so much for watching. We will catch you next time where we get to see what's next for these adventurers. Till then, see you next time.